Greetings. You've entered into the Paracosmos where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, and I'm secretly in your pantry because I really like snacks. And I'm Leah, and I have the exact same lifestyle as a metal coat hanger. Wow, that's beautiful. Poetic. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Today we're talking about the new Halloween movie. Wow, Halloween! Halloween! Wow, it's early. Anyway, we're talking about the new Halloween movie. Uh, Halloween ends, and boy, howdy, did it end! It ended. It, it sure did have ended. an ending. It, it did. It is over. It's don't see how they'd come back from that. But uh, yes. Yeah. So this episode is obviously going to be full, chock full of spoilers because we're literally going to dissect the movie with what it was about or what they say it was about what our thoughts were what how we took it um just our feelings in general so you know obviously we usually talk about comic book stuff so this is kind of like our little halloween special kind of like we did the one time we talked about i think we talked about michael mars before Uh, (laughs) yeah halloween Halloween. yeah yeah halloween kills um so we're gonna do it again because it's it's spooky season and we want to give you guys a little Little, little Halloween treat. Maybe some tricks. Spooky, Who knows? Spooky. We'll see. And it's then, however you take it. You know, and then next year when Halloween revives or whatever comes out, please don't we'll probably say that. talk about that. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Don't. Oh, God. Please no. <laughs> Halloween resurrection. You know. Anyway, let's not Part put one. that let's not put that energy into the universe. Oh, it's and, coming. Uh, you know it is. Yeah, you better shut it. Stop talking. <laughs> But don't stop talking because uh, you're going to tell us what they say the movie was about. The little synopsis they give us. All right. This movie was a lot of things, but mostly overall, it was a movie that we watched. So (laughs) it was indeed. We did spend (laughs) our our money and our time. Great. So, Leah, tell us about the movie or what they say the plot was or, you know. Tell us about Laurie. So officially this movie is set four years after Halloween Kills when Laurie is living with her granddaughter Allison and is finishing writing her memoir. Michael Myers hasn't been seen since. Laurie, after following the specter of Michael to determine and and drive her reality for decades, has decided to liberate herself from fear and rage and embrace life. But when a young man... Corey Cunningham is accused of killing a boy he was babysitting and ignites a cascade of violence and terror that will force Laurie to finally confront the evil she can't control once and for all. Now. Wow. They made that seem like he was in the movie a lot more. So this, this, uh, plot synopsis, this this little summary of the movie does, it it does have some truth to it. It does take place after Halloween kills. Laurie is in it. So is Allison. Laurie. Uh, Michael Myers is in it. She is writing a book. Uh, And Corey Cunningham did kill a kid. He did. Whether accident or not, he he in fact committed at the minimum a manslaughter. Yes, accidental Which is what they determined. Uh, Yep. Other than that, there are a lot of holes in this. All right, so I'm going to let you take the lead. Because I, I think my opinion is going to be <clears throat> slightly controversial. If I just <laughs> said this so wrong. Controversial. Controversial. Anyway, we can't talk today, which is great when you're doing Listen, a podcast. Listen, my southern um, comes out for certain words, and I guess Laurie is one of those. So 
Uh, Laurie. Laurie's my favorite so far. <laughs> if Michael ever talks, I hope he says Laurie. <laughs> and Halloween ends part five. Uh, he'll just finally say Laurie. <laughs> Laurie. Or someone sent me like a little text meme the other day and was like, what if the first time Michael Myers speaks? I'm sure people have heard this before, but he says in a Borat voice, <laughs> my knife. <laughs> and I'm just like, I hate it. I hate it so much. I never, I hope, nope, I'd walk out. Of, if that happened, I would walk out of the theater. That would be it. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm done. That would be it. I'm I'd out. be like, this is the best movie that's ever been made. <laughs> 100% Rotten Tomatoes. 10 I'd be out of 10 that. I have an IMBD account now. And I'd be on there like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Anyone Five who downvotes stars. doesn't know arts. <laughs> my will knife. Uh, my knife. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, take the lead for us, Leah. How, what were your thoughts and feelings and opinions? Give it, give it all. Lay it out. So like I, I said, this was a movie I watched. I can't deny that. Correct. David Gordon Green did, in fact, set out to make a movie named Halloween around Halloween. And he did it. He succeeded on that. Um, Fifteen minutes into right. this movie, we were still in, I think, the Allens is who that family was. Uh, their house with Corey and Jeremy. And I... Which, oh my God, three-story house. Right? Jesus. I was like, ooh, rich. And uh, yeah. I was like... My God. Okay. Um, so they're setting up the the beginning of this like they do most Halloween movies where Michael will be kind of lurking around the corner and then he'll kill the babysitter and the kid will get away. And uh, right. no. So 20 minutes later, uh, after Jeremy freaking swan dives off the damn banister, which logically would not have happened based on the height of the banister and the size of Jeremy. Uh, I thought yes. that too. Yeah. Um, and I know this because I watch it- a lot of CSI. So. And it wasn't broken no. either when they go back to the house yeah. later. There's so no broken like, banister. For some reason, so. full body rigid flipped over it, which made no sense. Uh, we realized that Michael yeah. is, in fact, not in the house. And it is all a joke. And it is Laurie voicing over that after Michael disappeared, they had to put the fear blame on somebody else. So it kept switching victims. And then they show you like a montage of weird shit that's happened in the four years between movies on halloween night so there's like a couple suicides a couple robberies and murders and then the stuff with Corey and yeah. the kid and you're like okay so people are now a little afraid of halloween because of the boogeyman which okay you had a mass murderer in your town who killed a ton of people in the first two movies because those take place all in the same night those first two ones do so i get it your fear is justified wouldn't the town not celebrate halloween then you would think you would think because Michael is still out there. So you would think that they just would not celebrate Halloween. Like that would be a thing. And then four years later, some college kids decide that they want to have a Halloween party because Michael is gone. It's been four years. Let's get together and do a Halloween shindig uh, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. And then Michael comes back. Right. Like, yeah, man, there you go. There's your fucking movie. I just wrote it for you. That one's free. So that one's free. You can have that for free. You can have that idea for free because I'm pretty sure that's one of the other Halloween movies. Like if we're just going to keep recycling the same bullshit, just keep recycling the same bullshit that works. Uh, but 
but no, it does. That's not what happens. Instead, Allison is a nurse who was dating like a 60 year old cop who I think was in the first one when she was a 17 year old kid. That's gross. And uh, she's also incredibly irritating in this movie. Just oh, like, God. yep. I, I get it. All of your friends got murdered. Your boyfriend got murked. And, you, and your mom. Your, your mom and your dad and your grandma almost did. And everybody's crazy. And you feel crazy now. So you're a little upsetty. Uh, I get it, Betty Spaghetti. You can be upsetty, but don't be so goddamn annoying for some reason. One, one would even say upsetty spaghetti. Upsetty spaghetti, Betty with the noodle arms. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh, and then the weird stuff with that nurse that she worked with who was banging the doctor. That was just such a weird little side plot. But that was such a strange little side adventure to go on because when they're in his house and she's like waiting for him and like, I'm going to go take a shower. (laughs) Uh, She's still (laughs) like when he disappears, she's still going doctor, 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 where are you at? Doctor. And it's like just to assume that are going to smash this guy. You have been smashing doctor. Yeah. At this point, when you're at home alone together, you don't have to call him doctor. It just irritated me. That irritated me for an infallible reason. Like, I don't. Also, go ahead and assume just, you know, if you ever find yourself in a situation that if you're in a house and you call out someone's name like three times really loud and they don't respond, just leave the house. Just Just assume. Just assume that they're dead, especially if you live in Haddon. What is it? Haddon Field? Um, Assume the worst and leave. Like, it's not hard. Just leave. You can oh always call them. Call them on their cell phone. They don't answer. Call the cops. You know, do what no, you gotta like, do. Leave. And then, and then, uh, Corey is. Uh, so this takes place four years after Michael Meyer, after Halloween Kills, and then the stuff with Corey took place. I think a year or two after Halloween Kills. So he makes a statement that he was twenty-one at the start of the movie, about to go to college, and I was like, okay. Like, for some reason, they're peppering in a bunch of unnecessary character details about this guy. He's going to go for engineering. He's 21 years old. So now we are four years later. He is 25 years old, and he is getting bullied by a group of 17-year-olds that are calling him kid, kid, the weird kid and stuff. And for some reason, that irritated me, too, because he is 25, 26 years old, and he's being called a child. And I don't know. That irritated me, and then they dumped him off that bridge and somehow him and Michael do this like soul swapping is that what happened yeah okay so just to paint the picture he ends up on the bottom of this bridge at some point he like goes into this sewer which what it's like why, sewer is that, why is that your choice why is that your choice but he does he goes into this like sewer so, tunnel okay I can't, I I can't just, remember like, um I was like Pennywise. Was Corey drug into the tunnel or did he go in there? He went in. I from what I remember, he, he, he goes went, in. He, he goes, goes back in. in. He goes back in later. But for the yeah. first time, did he go in himself or did somebody take him in there? I don't remember. Maybe he was taken in there now that you said that. I know he went the first time. Maybe, okay, yeah. maybe that is what happened. And then Michael, like, I feel like I'm not doing a good enough job of like describing the events of this movie but honestly it was like two hours of just nonsense um michael doesn't do anything to him while he's in there but michael's in there he chokes him and then 
Yeah, as he's trying to like explore and leave. Yeah, yeah. Then he like, chokes him. Like Corey's and that's trying when to they leave, have the and then weird... Michael chokes him. The weird eye connection. Yeah, and then they very Michael sees everything that we saw at the beginning of the movie, including the bullying, I believe. And then, I think that was supposed uh, to represent like he was seeing the evil in Corey, or he was trying to awaken the evil in Corey. But it's like okay, they're staring at each other's eyes, and and Michael sees all of the evil. Uh, air quotes because it was an accidental killing um, of Corey from what he did and then Corey sees flashes of the first two Halloween movies um, I guess first three Halloween movies if you include Halloween 1978 and uh, of Laurie and all that and uh, now they're like they soul swapped is that like because at first I was like did they just pull like a did they just do like a hijack Right now, like Michael is now in Corey's body, like they just get weird in this. Um, because I thought this was a pretty straight up like Michael Myers is just a dude who's killing people. So that right there, that sentence, this trilogy could not decide if Michael Myers was just a guy or if he was supernatural evil. Right. Yeah. It could not choose. It went back and forth. And that that is my biggest issue with this last movie, too, because they're like, OK, we've officially decided he's an old man. What do you mean? You're telling me in the last movie he faced off against like what? First off, like 10 or 15 uh, firemen and and one and just and smash his way through them and then immediately goes through the police department. He basically kills everybody. And then he goes against the townspeople and kills everybody. Who are the townspeople who, just so you remember, are stabbing him are like have big sharp weapons have bats Which also have a no gun sense. i think they that we also had an issue him. with that yeah they all shot him like i like and then he's there and they think he's dead and then he gets up and kills them and i'm like okay so we are now saying that he is the embodiment of evil we are officially sticking to the plot of nothing can take him down he is like evil and he's gonna do what he's gonna do until he gets Lori. that's what he's gonna do he's gonna torture her he's gonna destroy he kills her daughter he's trying to get her granddaughter he is trying to torture her this is the, this is the direction we're going mm -hmm. so that's why halloween kills wasn't my favorite but i was like okay we we have chosen something we've officially made a statement yeah. with what's happened and then in this movie, they make him an old, tired man. When I say, like, when you imagine Michael Myers in all of the movies, and I get it, this trilogy ignored everything except the very first Halloween movie. I understand that. Like, okay, you, I, I can live with that. I think it's right. stupid, but I can live with it. You should have just right. started the series over again. Right. And went but straight just, to the top, but whatever. Correct. But I just went with that. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, um... But when you do that in the second movie, and then in the third movie, you make him an old man where this where this Corey character who's like 20-something, who, by the way, isn't like some ripped dude. He's I'll give him this. He's toned. I'll give him toned. But he's, he's not like, that as soon big, as he strong his, dude. <laughs> they, did, they did the hot girl reveal in, like, teen movies. Like, as soon as he took his glasses off, like, they got smashed when he fell off that bridge or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as soon as he takes his glasses off, he's suddenly like leather jacket and ripped and super cocky and he's hot boy yeah, now. <laughs> but he's never he's never fully like muscular. And he's also way shorter than Michael. Like yeah, he is, yeah. but he just go at some point in the movie, after him and Michael have been doing this weird, like, I'm Michael Myers, and all of a sudden, 
I'm not a complete sociopath, and I'm going to mentor you how to kill people. Yeah, that Ooh, makes sense. <laughs> yes, let's, okay, let's, let's oh, pause no, on Rhea. Okay, you go. You wait, go. wait, wait, I gotta get okay, past okay, this. Okay, okay, go. When he goes in the sewer, and, like, Corey's pissed off at this point. He doesn't think he's gonna, like, get the girl and all this stuff. So he goes into the sewer to face off with Michael, and beats Michael up. A 25-year-old beats up Michael Myers. Let's remember, in the previous movie, Michael Myers took- Beat up the entire town. Beat up the entire town after he was stabbed, beaten, shot. He turned around and killed everybody that did that. You're telling me that that same character just got beat up by a somewhat toned 25-year-old. So the and only it wasn't way that- even like- yes. A great fight scene. They, it was like a little tussle. And yeah, he they just, just won and took scuffled. the mask off. So the I only thing like, that I could justify what? that with is that for four years, Michael has been living in this underground sewer homeless camp and eating basically garbage. So he has lost all nutrition to his body. And he is old now because Laurie is old. And Michael was older than her. He was 21 yeah. in the first movie. Um, I did some research into that. That's all I remember. Yeah, is that Michael Myers was 21. 61. So he's... So, so he, he would be, be 60. Old. Wait, it was 40 years later, right? Yes, I believe it was so. 40 yeah. years after. So he was 61 in the first Halloween that we yeah. got the trilogy. And then if this is four years later, so he's 65 in this. So movie. he's almost but 70. Still, so that would make sense still. that Corey could beat him up because and it's not like if, it's not like Corey was beat people up throughout the whole fucking movie, bro. He was getting his ass kicked by a 16 year old scrawny little drummer in the marching band. So exactly. And that's so, my issue yes. is that, like, this is the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest plot hole is they went from, oh, my God, he survived all of these horrible things. He is the true embodiment of evil. Nothing can take him down. We've now created this 25-year-old who's tussled with him and pushed him down like an old man on the street. Yes. Okay. And, then, and then let's, let's also it? pepper in the fact that Michael was only in this movie for about five minutes total. Yeah. Like, he was in the very end scene. And then that tunnel scene. And that's like, that's like it. So and he had the one little stalker moment and it was so, oh my God. I don't know if you remember this, but there's a scene where this is Corey goes to the house to see Allison and they're like going up the stairs because they're about to get it on. And Lori is outside watching them go up the stairs to the window. And then Michael is behind a tree watching Lori. And all I literally leaned over to Ashton and I was like, and I look at her and he looks and he at, him, at me. <laughs> and he looks at me. It's <laughs> like, that's literally what this feels like. This, yes. is too, this is too many people watching other people at the same time. It's weird. It and then somehow, well. somehow uh, they want us to believe that because Lori has survived Michael uh, like three times now. Um, because we're like we're void out everything else aside from right. her first encounter as a teenager to Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, which are the same night. Uh, right. So she's had two full days of experience with Michael Myers that now when she sees evil in the eyes of Corey Cunningham, she just knows. And she just knows where he's going to go after he leaves her house. And it's back to the house where the boy died. So she just knows this. And I did see something that could explain that scene that was like a little what if. Um, some people are believing online now that that scene in the house where he wakes up and Lori is sitting there with the shotgun. <coughs> Excuse me, I got too excited. Um, <laughs> where she's sitting there with the shotgun, she's not actually in the house. That is Corey oh, making that up in like, his mind. So wait, that that is I a possibility. Say, yeah, and I will say if that is the case... If it 
if it was a hallucination, then I think that would have been better. But it didn't come across very well. No, if they were, no, they straight up wanted you to believe she was yeah, sitting there. like because I she was. This movie was not clever enough no. for any of that. David Gordon Green is not clever enough, and everybody knows it now. Oh my god! Listen, so like, I would have liked that. But okay. So this is kind of, I feel like, where I'm going to get a little controversial in my opinion. Because I was talking to someone else about this Mm -hmm. movie, and they said, I actually liked it. And I said, okay, I'll listen to you. Tell me why you liked it. And they said, as a movie itself, it wasn't horrible. As No, had this just been a movie, it would have been okay. If this had been like more of a like Michael Myers is the Easter egg, but we know this is a movie about someone new, okay. Then, well, they could have had it be that Corey knew all this stuff about Michael Myers and was inspired right. by him, the same way the Scream movies do right. it, you know. And like, ultimately, sucks, but we accept it because he is enthralled by Michael Myers. He's accidentally killed this boy, and it did something for him, the same way that it did when he and Michael had that awkward eye yeah. contact while they stabbed yeah. that cop. So it like so, messes. That was incredibly uncomfortable. It like it messes him up. Obviously, he's dealing with a lot of stuff. So, as a movie itself, had this been a standalone horror movie where I knew Michael Myers was like an Easter egg character, whatever, I would have been like, okay, it's not a horrible movie. Then it had its shock value for sure. That beginning scene when that kid drops, I had to take a minute because I was like, I had to remind myself that wasn't a real kid and that was in fact a doll, because like. Just the way that they put the sounds in and stuff, I was like, huh. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Like, I wasn't expecting it when it happened. It definitely caught me off guard for yeah. sure. I just, that, I was not, I just wasn't expecting it. When I thought about the science behind it, I was like, no freaking way. But it still caught me off guard. Good job on shock value. Um, the development of, like, how that would mess you up interesting and then you're being bullied for something you've done on accident that would just play into like the you are a monster thing and eventually when people tell you things over and over again you're gonna start believing it so like all of this leading up he made sense why he was insane and crazy and started to like twist here's the one issue this is the issue i had if we if we judge it as a standalone movie which we can't really do because it was a part of a trilogy. But if we did, if we took it as a standalone, then I didn't like the instant romance. This movie takes place, mm. this movie takes place in like less than a week. And you are yeah, telling- Yeah, it's like, like four days or you, something. Like three, right, four and days. you're telling me that Allison as a character, you have played up this character. I understand she was in high school when we first met her and she's like, and she went through a bunch of but trauma. The, the character we meet- right. Totally uh, yeah, different. But, like, when we first meet her, she is a very level-headed, Correct. very smart you character. Are, she is final right. girl. And you are like, telling me that, one, at some point, Corey comes into her home. Lori's not there. But Corey comes into her home, and he seems really flustered. This is right after he does his first kill. He's really flustered. You can tell he's kind of, like, struggling a little bit. But he, because like he's got this new feeling and he didn't know what to do about it. So he goes to her because that's his confidant. And he literally says to her, straight to her, I just killed someone. She says nothing back. They make out. What? 
So I thought I thought he said I killed somebody. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He said that. Okay, so did you hear me just like kind of hiccup? I did not. Was oh, you, uh, you, oh, do you think Allison thought he was like feeling guilty about the kid? He was because it's right after they have that fight, and uh, like they like they have that fight. He disappears for like two days because of all the shit, and uh, they because it was this was after or before they had the diner scene where they get into an argument with the cop this is after because he kills the cop and then he goes to her no he so kills the homeless they man. go they sit this is after he this oh, is the after homeless, he kills okay, the homeless okay so this man. is before he they go michael, this is before right, the cop michael and then he accidentally kills, he the, homeless kills the homeless man, man and he okay. feels good about it and then that's when he goes to her and he's like i killed somebody and like I, I, so yeah. okay so what i took that as her believing is that he is coming to her. They've not seen each other in about a day or two now after the, the Halloween party at the bar where they run into the boy's mom. Right. And, uh, and he's mad at Allison for bringing him out in public. And then he gets into this altercation, which really it's not Allison's fault because he wandered off to get himself a drink, which led to him running into the mother of the boy who died. And she berates him because she is very sad and lonely because her son died, which makes sense. Uh, so he leaves and blames it all on Allison. They get in a big fight. And then that's when shenanigans ensue and he ends up in the Michael Myers tunnel killing a homeless man on accident. Yeah. Because uh, that one was an accident. That was a scuffle that he ended up He dead. was really, he was defending um, himself because the guy was going to kill him. That guy was yeah. going to stab him. So he goes to Allison's house and tells her, I killed somebody. And uh, then they go to the boy's house and he shows her where it happened, tells her what happened. Um, so I took that as her meaning he has killed somebody in the past. I guess, yeah. I, I, I just... Is what she would believe that as. So she wouldn't have put those pieces together. I guess. Because she didn't put those pieces together till after the movie, when they found out about all of the other people he had killed, right. the doctor and the nurse and the record guy. Like, right. So my other issue is that within, like, this five or four days of knowing each other, they have this burn the world yeah, down. burn the world down sort of love and like he's just like let's leave Haddonfield which of course his ultimate plan is let me essentially burn Haddonfield to the ground and I'll take you out of it because I'm taking you mm-hmm. away from all of this so yeah because he lit the record um the radio he was legit fire. just ready to literally kill the town like Michael why didn't they just leave well, Haddonfield why was she gonna leave like with in him? general why and i get because they were they she thought they were trauma bound based on similar experiences but like not really and also like she has so many issues and so much trauma that she's just latching onto somebody who is treating her normal for the first just, time in a while so she also is i think it was too fast could probably be the killer in right the next like Halloween she started movie. getting real sight i just think it was too fast i just think it was way too fast it was too fast that's my if we like I said if we judge this movie as as a standalone movie that's my biggest gripe the romance I was like I was like this is like what the younger like maybe me would have written right like when I first realized like oh it's, shoot I've got yeah. a thing for these fictional killers not real ones because that's messed up but like these fictional little killers like oh man they're big and strong like it felt like younger cringier me wrote that it would have made sense had the characters been like a year after the first 
Halloween kills, you know, because then there's it would have made sense because this was they, a very like teenage. Mentality. It would have made sense. We're gonna burn the world down because it doesn't. It would have made sense if they mentality. introduced him in the second movie or earlier. Like it would have. Yeah, had he been had he been part of the friend group that lived something. or part of the townspeople that saw Michael do something, and then he kind of had a little fascination with Michael Myers that night, and then he accidentally kills that boy, and then people start to treat him that way. Uh, that would have made sense because then you were dropping seeds along the way that Corey Cunningham becomes yeah. the new Michael Myers because Michael is almost 70. So he's going to have to die if you want to keep these movies going because they have already said this is not the last Halloween movie. This is the last Halloween movie under Blumhouse Productions with yeah, Jamie, I'll say Lee it. Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis has said that she's done, which thank this God is her last set her Halloween free. Movie. Please stop bothering her. Please let her be. Honestly, I don't even care. Like she, to me, has always been one of the weaker. Oh, I love for her. This. We we disagree on that. Like, I love her so much, but I just I want it to change. I don't know. Like I'm very like the first movie. Okay, like she's a teenager who just happenstance, and then everything in between that until 2018 was just like please stop because now it's her brother, not her brother. Now it's her cousin's brother, mother, sister's uh, ex, they changed son, a lot. and they're all dead. And then she's back alive and then she's dead. And then she's alive and then she's dead. So it like, by that point I was burnt on it and was just like, okay, you're either going to have Michael just be killing people like Jason does, or you're not, I don't even care anymore. But no, I don't know. This movie was a fucking train wreck because they didn't, I don't think they knew where they yes, wanted to And that was my main point is that, is he the big boogeyman who can't be undone or is he not? And then my other thing was like, there's two things that I feel like we still need to talk about. I want to talk about the final fight scene because uh, that was, it was just so, it was so short. It was so short. And I was like, yeah, it's supposed to be. So they, they marketed this movie. Like it was going to be the final standoff between Laurie and Michael. Laurie. Laurie. Yeah. And, and that, that it, it kind of was. Like, it ultimately, it was. Yeah. But it was stupid because Corey shows up at Laurie's house and he's going to kill her next because he's killed all these other people that have done Allison dirty, uh, including a radio studio. And just, like, out of nowhere, he can brutally murder somebody and rip their jaw off. But okay, whatever. Uh, so now he's going to come kill her grandmother because he thinks she's holding her back in life. So also just so end, you guys like, understand what he's about to do next. He has, he has started manipulating Allison that her grandmother, Lori wants him dead. Like he yes. has planted that seed in her head that, um, she thinks she's like putting all this blame on him and ev just like everyone else in town, her grandmother, Lori, like views him as evil and wants him dead because he, she no longer wants him near her. So he has planted that seed just, just to, just to kind of set up what Leah's about to say that he does when he hears Allison pull up in the driveway while he's confronting Lori. Yes. So he hears Allison pulling up and, and Lori does too because let's let's start this from the top she calls the fucking Haddonfield police department and says she wants to report a suicide while she's writing her book about her life with michael myers or whatever and she stages that she's going to kill herself for some reason knowing that this is going to set Corey off and he's going to come try to do it himself which would make no sense because it's alluding us to believe that Corey 
heard this 911 call go out to her house and then it takes the police an additional 20 minutes to get there in small town Haddonfield makes no sense they'd be there in five minutes uh because there's literally nothing else in town but Lori and Michael I guess I don't whatever and so he hears he hears Allison coming and he says if I can't have her and stabs himself in the fucking neck and dies almost dies but ultimately like does it and then falls down in blood and then Allison walks in and sees it and immediately thinks her grandmother did it. Yeah, because Lori was like, let me grab the knife out of your throat real quick. I was like, you idiot. You know, so and that then, made no sense. Yeah. One, you never remove a knife or anything in a body. And if also, you want Allison is a nurse. It just, uh, yeah. It just so you would think that she would fast. immediately try to like stop the blood because he was alive long enough to kerfuffle with Michael. Five seconds later, after Allison leaves and drives down the street or some shit, um, she gets to like the end of the driveway, and then Michael's been in the house too, and then that's when the final battle takes place between Lori and Michael. Yeah, which was so stupid. It was. Just, it literally is just him going towards her in the closet. It's doing the class. Like it almost goes back to the first. It's trying movie. She's, to. It's she's trying in to the closet. mimic that first movie where yeah. she puts herself in a closet, but opens a door and makes him think she walked out. And then he's like, "No," and like they they tried very very hard to mimic those iconic scenes from yeah. the first movie, and they failed fucking miserably. Do you want to know why they failed? Do you, oh, you want me to tell you? Do it. Yeah, tell me. The lighting. It all comes back Ooh. to the lighting, my brother. The like, lighting was really bad. It was really bad. Scene, and you, and you know, the, in the first Halloween movie, so we went back and watched the first Halloween movie right after we finished this, because that's like one of our favorite movies. Um, the lighting in the first Halloween is so good because they had such oh, a yeah. small budget that they were using lighting tricks to really get across the point that this person creeps in the shadows and he is the boogeyman. Absolutely. And the way the key shot, and you you know the one that I'm talking about where it's Laurie and then subtly in the background, Michael's mask becomes visible. Yeah. That like yeah. that Actually, is it's, like, it's iconic. That's the moment, you know? And they tried so hard to recreate that in this movie and failed. Yeah. And then she literally like they're they're in like almost a stabbing battle. She almost gets her hand in the um what is that garbage the disposal garbage disposal yeah and then she ends up like pinning him to hog tied down to the counter with knives yeah in a and fridge, he, like knocks her fridge over she been eating that activity she got that super strength which then let's talk about that real quick he rips his hand out of the knife that is stabbed through the table and i'm like are you 65 and weak and frail or are you evil big and strong what? What is it? Like, even that moment, I was like, no, no one who is weak and shriveled up would rip their hand through a knife just to try and choke somebody. Your hand is in half now. What? She eats Activia. Yeah, Activia. Yeah. I kept expecting to see her walk by, too, like, with a little Activia, just, like... Or open the fridge and there's Activia. There's, like, a couple Activias in there. Yeah. Or, like, she knocks it over on them and Activia falls out all over the floor. Uh, (laughs) That would have been Yeah. So... So he rips yes. his hand from the knife to choke her, which no logic, because now his hand is busted. And like, it's just it. It that really whole, like me. I just Halloween kills was me. The whole, it killed me is what happened with this franchise. I'll say this when they start like slitting his wrist and like really killing him. I was like, all right. I was just movie. like, that's so unnecessary too. though. I was like, why are you like taking the time to slit both of his wrists? 
And then to ever so slowly, like, cut his throat. Like, just fucking stab him in the head. Straight through the brain. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, I I get it. Like, they really, really, really wanted to make sure he was dead. They wanted that last minute shock value that the first movie gave you of the the slow cut throats and the cars and stuff that he did like they really they were they were trying they're reaching but yeah. yeah so it just i just really think that this trilogy as a whole one and i'm gonna say the first movie loved it i oh, loved yeah. the halloween. first movie in the trilogy yeah halloween it was so was surprisingly really good i loved it yeah i would re-watch that all the time yes. like that fight scene that fight scene was incredible. The whole going using the whole house and how she has it set up with different stuff, mm-hmm. which set it up to make you believe he was evil incarnate because yes. she was hitting him real good the whole time. And, and he's she still lit going. him on fire. He walked out and he's half burned and stuff. Like that's the that's a whole thing. Like if they would have just stuck with that. And what made that so good is it was Lori, Allison, and her and her mother. So. It was just the three of them in that house. There wasn't all these extra things happening. Like, we did see peppers of it throughout the movie. But the last, like, 25 minutes of that movie, 30 minutes of that movie, were just them. Yeah. In this house. Fighting it out. You know? So, that's what made that ending so good. And then this, like, they did, they tried to do the same thing they did at the end of Halloween Kills. With, like, the townspeople rallying up. We're not going to let the fucking boogeyman get us down. And it was just, like so overwhelmingly cheesy and disappointing because they set you up to believe that Haddonfield is like a podunk small town where the people can kind of govern themselves because that's just how it is. Like, we're a small town, Illinois, and, like, we have cops, but they don't really do anything is what they try to make you believe. And then in this one, they try to make it, like, they try to set it up like it's some big town. And uh, it just, I don't know, it just, like, didn't work very well. And then also it taking, like, 30 minutes for them to get to Lori's house after she is like it in, in love with a cop like sheriff of the vegetable brigade or something that was also a really random yeah like, really random trauma bond romance the green I was like okay good for you have you ever seen the cherry blossoms yeah like, I was just like okay like we didn't need that like Whatever. that conversation yeah. could have taken place at the end when they sit down on the steps at the very end of the movie. Yeah, that would have like, been. Hey, that would have been good. Have you ever thought about leaving Haddonfield? I'm thinking about taking a trip, and then that could have been the end of it right there. Like we didn't need yeah. that weird scene in the grocery, which apparently was a Publix, and they don't have those up here. That didn't look like Publix at all. They got it um, all wrong. One of I'm gonna one need of them the to goofs, come to Florida. One of the goofs is that there was Publix brand milk. Oh um, no! And there is not a public in Illinois. That is straight no, up. No, there's like, not. Just, I lived in Illinois for a year. There's no w- public way down south, past the Chattahoochee. So, uh, Lord, yeah, it was just it was yeah. just inconsistent as as a trilogy. I just I mm-hmm. hate that I was told in the beginning of the trilogy this is the big bad boogeyman. No matter what, it doesn't matter. He's going to get you. Evil you can knock comes him home tonight. Yeah. You know, you can, like you can knock him down for a second. It doesn't matter until he gets what he wants, which is Lori. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stop. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, that's all right. That's what I signed up for. Yes, I enjoyed the Halloween movies. And then watching him 
get beat up. I was just like, I hate this. I hate this so much. I hate everything about this. Like, it just didn't <sighs> make any sense. Like, it would have made sense if, like, we're led to believe Michael is dead this entire movie and Corey is so inspired by all this stuff because he's crazy now that he starts killing people in a mechanic suit because I called that mother shit. Like, yeah, I think they actually did the that in a in a Friday the 13th movie, too. Like, someone Probably. pretends to be Jason and... But then it just becomes a scream movie. Yeah. And yeah. it's a, yeah, same. Scream did it too. Um, and then with the weird soul transfer thing that they kind of did, it made me think of like uh Friday the thirteenth, Jason goes to hell when he's got that weird little spirit yeah. worm that's transferring it and everyone becomes Jason at different like like it made me think of that. It made me think of Chucky with his little but that's like thing. that's why halloween was always so good though like halloween and scream have always remained so good even though like the plots are a little cheesy and predictable it's because at the end of the day these are just people right and that's, there's nothing yeah. scarier than people so like it kind of takes away from that when it's like oh we can transfer our evil souls yeah and then like in the same movie showing that little supernatural moment but then also retelling us like oh he's just a man like mm -hmm. well then what what was that it almost it almost like the directors were like oh let's show this cool like artsy visual metaphor and it's like well it didn't come across that way my dude it came across like you yeah. were trying to put some supernatural bs in this which I doesn't know. make sense like i don't most of this movie didn't make any sense um it was completely unnecessary like 100 percent unnecessary um it was just not good I was fine with the the very ending when they put Michael I hated in the that. I was fine with it. Here's I hated why. It. I was like, they would never, they would fucking never, in small town or not, they would never. Right. You want me to believe that 70-year-old Jamie Lee Curtis and her five foot five, hundred pound granddaughter hoisted this over six foot tall giant man that they just knocked a refrigerator over on top of and have cut to shreds onto their car tied him down and are going to parade him through town honking their horns so that the townspeople can come out and for whatever halloween town bullshit reason follow them to the dump where Corey worked and killed all those people unnecessarily and then they shoved him into a fucking grinder and shredded him up and everybody so, was just like it's how it is tonight the the parade of people um I so what I didn't mean like the parade of people and all of that stuff. That's not what I meant. Specifically, just the grinder. And here's why: I think that if you, Lori, as a character, I think if you have been tortured as a teenager, and then forty years later, this dude comes back and he is ta he's taken these hits, right? Because in the first movie of the trilogy, he's taken these hits from her. The traps, the hits, the stabbings. He's taken it like a champ. He's like, yeah, this don't affect me. Oh, you just stab my hand in the door? I don't care. I'm still going to break down the door because I getting stabbed doesn't affect me. Like, all of that. I would absolutely, in my own survival technique... Like, because I've always thought about this with zombies or creatures, because I don't believe anything if it looks like if if I'm in a scenario and I'm facing something I think is supernaturally strong or evil, I don't believe it when it's just laying there supposedly dead. I would also take it somewhere and be like, no, I'm going to make sure you are dead. Like, you're mm -hmm. done. Like, so the grinder part, specifically just that, I was like, ah, okay. 
I was like, I could see, I could see them wanting some type of finality to it, and like that's why I took them like slitting both wrists and then his throat to mean of like they were gonna make sure that he bled to death, and then they stood there and watched him bleed to death. Like, see, I, I wholeheartedly understand the overkill as some, like in the position of someone who has survived this guy several times and just wants it to end i totally understood just wanting to literally grind up his body so there's literally no chance unless unless he's supernatural which they've they've made clear he is not so i totally yeah, got I, that so would, they, like, okay. would they get away with it no 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 and then no, like the cops not. are just sitting there and it's the same cop from the first movie who was like a transfer to town who was like we don't do things this way with like yeah citizen justice and then they're like that's how we deal with it tonight and i'm like you guys are stupid this is dumb you can't yeah, just drive into a garbage fill and shred his body all like the fbi dumb. the C- like all of them would be there wanting yeah. to know what the hell happened and where he went because he's still an escaped patient you know i so. i understood the grinding part but yeah everything else the coffee okay with it all that. if if it were me I would not have involved the town in ending it. No, because like they would have just made an announcement on the news the next morning that Michael Myers resurfaced and he went after Laurie again and Corey Cunningham was helping him this whole time. And then that justifies the town's weird hatred for Corey because now they're like, we knew something was wrong with that boy. And he's dead now too. Corey is dead. Michael is dead. They killed these people, but it's it's over now. And then everybody can stop like sipping on the haterade you know right so like i just think that that i it should have just been a mo- like i even understand the older cop who's been around from the beginning i understood him wanting to like help and be like, like yeah th- this guy's tortured me too i'm done but the whole like police force is like, like yeah get- we're we're cool with this no right, like no. like the radio station is on fire there's a bunch of dead people pinned to walls with six inch knives that make no sense but we're going to go, we're going to do a parade with this dead yeah. body. But it's for some yeah. reason we have slit his wrist and his throat and cut his hand in half. And there is not a single bit of blood on that car that you are parading through town. And there would be blood all over your windshield, Laurie. Yeah. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree. It shouldn't have been. I think if it had just been the older cop, that's the friend. So there was some muscle there. Uh, Laurie, that would have made the most sense if it was just Allison, the three of them. And they just like as the three people that are kind of the survivors of the main character survivors. And then like at the end, at the end, the cop takes his mask with him. Right. To show all the police force. Michael came back and he's dead. He's gone. They, he went after Lori and they fought and he died. He is gone. He is gone. And then that sets you up for another Halloween movie because they've made it pretty clear that they're probably going to make another one. And then we don't know who is right. in the Michael Myers mask because the right. mask still exists in world. So they could have just done that. But instead, they're going to do some weird bullshit again that makes no sense. So, well, yeah, of course. But yeah. OK, so here is here's my here's my biggest compliment to the movie. This is my biggest, biggest compliment to the movie. I actually really liked Corey's kill of the DJ radio host when the tongue was on the record and like going over. I loved it. I thought that was so... I, I laughed. I loved it. It was so cheesy, but it was so... It was very... Like, the special... You could tell the special effects person got to have fun with that. It was, and like, the I only liked- moment in the entire movie that, like, this FX person 
got to like do something got to have a lot of fun yeah so i love seeing i know i thought it was complete overkill and way out of Corey's nature because like we have seen him stab people now but we have not seen him murder somebody with his hands or mutilate yeah or i'll mutilate. agree i agree with that so it was very standpoint. out of character and i thought it was overkill and unnecessary oh i loved it i thought it was great i just i i just i know that person who got to do that and design that had a lot of fun and i'm like oh that's cool like, i'm I, gonna work on this bullshit movie i'm gonna do what i want i'm gonna do it oh god that like i agree pretty out of character but like just getting to see like as a cool kill like, cause that's definitely what I, I definitely look for those in horror movies. Yeah. Like, because I think kills can get very redundant. But, like, that one was interesting. I like interesting ones. Like, yeah. So, I, I liked it. I liked that kill. I thought it was fun. And and it had some humor in it. Like, they tried to make it scary with the tongue going around. But I was like, that's funny. And yeah. then, like, they show Allison in the car and her, the radio is skipping. And, and, I'm like, right, oh and she's God. just like, Ooh. I was like, oh my god, the fact that I mean, they would definitely put, this. They would definitely put Allison under investigation uh, for being with Corey, and then all the people he killed were people that wronged her. So, yeah. There's, like, there's a would, lot of repercussions to yeah. what happened and how it was handled. Like, he, Absolutely. in his own twisted way, he thought he was helping this girl, but he... He really... He, he genuinely... Really, he genuinely had this deep, twisted love for her. Genuinely. After four I don't, days. But after whatever. four days. I don't think, but see, for him, for him, it made sense because he's literally psychotic. Mm. And that is like, that's being psychotic. You, I could see you, if you are psychotic and you deeply fall in love with somebody, you want to protect them and burn the world and I'll do anything for you. But her falling in love did not make sense to me. Yeah. If she had liked him, okay. But the way they played it out like she loved him i was like no dude i know they tried to spin a love story in like four days and it didn't make any sense it would have made much more sense had it been like they met in the second movie or implied that they've been dating this entire time but then it just turns back into a screen movie apparently all i want to watch is more screen movies <laughs> apparently but yeah so i mean what's your what's your overall overall rating Let's, I don't know. I'd give it like this Halloween ends this. Yeah, you said it's a two. It's like a two. I'm it's gonna a movie. give it. I'm gonna give it a four because if it were its own movie, and I didn't have all of the other trilogy in my head as like a buildup, I probably would have liked it more. So that's its saving grace. Yeah, but. Because I have to judge it as a trilogy, because it was the end of a trilogy, like that's what's knocking it so many points. Because mm-hmm. it just you can't you can't judge a trilogy off one movie when you're building up to something. I you feel like this is that. very much that that meme where the horse starts out like drawn really really good and yes! then it turns into like a stick horse. You know, <sighs> I just. I'm so sad. We don't even have to put this part in the podcast, but I'm just so sad that I just, I wanted evil supernatural Michael because that's what we grew up with. We grew up with the idea that he was like evilly, so evil that it empowered him to overcome death is how evil he was. Mm -hmm. Almost like he had made a deal with the devil himself. Like, 
I don't give them ideas. They already it's said they want to make another one. It's too late. There's so many characters that have made deals with the Can devil, go including Freddy Krueger. To being Jason. Because people are like, oh, Freddy Krueger made a made a deal with a dream demons. Where do you demons are with the devil? Shut the fuck up. It's the devil. Like <laughs> it's we've seen this before. It happens. Like, but I just uh I don't know. I I am used to big and brooding and strong Michael. And so when I didn't get that, I was just like, man. I know. I just, I was excited for this movie um, up until I started watching it. And then I started laughing and Zach and I were both just like, what the hell are we watching? That opening scene, man, really got me. It got me. I was like, holy crap. I was like, this is stupid. But it just got I'm so worse <laughs> and worse. Yeah, it worse. just kept getting worse and worse and worse. The characters kept being dumber and dumber. And yeah. I was just like, Laurie! Laurie! So, uh, I literally just kept saying, where's the Activia the entire movie? So, Activia! Yeah, I was ruined, wrecked, just disappointed. So, in, in our average of a... We, we don't usually do this, but in, I'm, I think I'm going to start doing it. In our average, our average rating as a podcast is a three out of 10. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's a, that's about what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Yeah. It's a 30 something percent. It's one of the lower rated uh, Halloween movies. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Cause this, this is very controversial online. What do you think is better? Halloween kills or Halloween ends? If you had to pick one, what do you think um, is better? Halloween kills. Same. Yeah. So many it, it people actually say had, Halloween ends. No, it had, like, like Halloween Kills had a plot that they were continuing and it takes place in that same night. And that's like one of my favorite dumb shit that movies do is where you get a gap, like a year or two gap between like when they come out, but it takes place in the same night. Um, that's like, that's my good shit. So, and it also had some really fun kills. And it was just good. Like, yeah, it ended a little weak, but it was still... So many people were all mad about the firefighter scene. I thought that was cool. This yeah, that was just that was just moms that were like Karen's. How dare you go after the first responders? Michael cares. You know he's not gonna be like, let me check your badge. We definitely had some different opinions on this movie. Overall, though, they're kind of the same. That like it sucked. We both didn't like it for (laughs) sure. (laughs) We for sure both didn't like it. Um, I yeah, we didn't like it. No, 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 I did not like this movie. And I was very disappointed because I really wanted to like this movie. So I did, too. I I literally I remember being at work and being like, oh, wait, tonight's the Halloween premiere. I messaged Ash and I was like, I already bought our tickets. We're going tonight. I'm so excited. We just watched it. (laughs) Nah, we went to the theater and watched it. And I was just like. When <laughs> I remember leaning, like I leaned over to Ashton so many times, and I was like, "What is going on? What is happening?" Yeah, what we paused it once so we could get a laugh out, and then we were like, "What the fuck?" And then we finished it, and I was like, "I'm so happy we didn't go pay money to watch this." Yeah, we did. What one of the first things Ashton said to me, which I thought was funny, he was like, "Morbius was better," because literally the day later, Zach posted that on facebook he's like morbius was better was. And i was like morbius was more entertaining uh, than this movie was. I, hate morbius. I hate morbius the movie but i'm gonna get a morbius tattoo great awesome i support you in your decisions even if they're bad <laughs> ones um i 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what else to say. I guess it's just time to say goodbye. It's time to it's time to Halloween ends it. <laughs> About to throw myself in a grinder. You know. <laughs> so I never have to watch that movie again. Oh, so this movie gets two butcher knives out of five pumpkins and, and none of it's good. None of it's good. <laughs> a solid thirty percent out of a hundred from us over here at Paracosmos. Yeah. You Oof. know what other movie I watched um, this week that I also didn't like that everybody's liking? What? Barbarian. I haven't seen it yet. Don't say anything. Yeah, I did. Zach loved it. He thought it was... Well, I guess he didn't love it. He liked it, but I did not like it. So. Say nothing. Yeah. When you watch that one, let me know. <laughs> I saw I saw one little clip on TikTok and it wasn't... It was very. It was a very short clip, but the person was screaming like, Close the door! And oh, was, like the first half of that movie. Like they, they had me in the first half. They had me. Okay. All and right. then they lost me. So you'll yeah. you'll know. You'll probably okay. watch it and know when they lost me. Yeah. I I just I just remember seeing that and being like, it's a horror movie. No one makes it's correct on, decisions. It's on HBO. Yeah, it's on HBO now. Okay. So you can watch that. Well, we're gonna end it here brutally and with the town behind us cheering us on to end this episode. Sorry you had Flames sorry you, and bloody. Sorry you had to sit through it. Maybe we saved you. Right. I Form think your own this, opinions, but, yeah. you know. Uh, we didn't even do a spoiler shout. We just went straight. Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. did I did in the beginning. Yeah. I, I don't said remember. This is literally just going to be chock full of spo- We are literally just talking about the entire movie. Details, everything. I gave I gave that warning. Let it be known. <laughs> I gave that warning. Right. Well, 100%. I don't think a lot of people care. When I sat down and right. started telling my friends, I was like, oh, shoot. Like... Let me not say spoilers. And I, one of my friends looked at me and said, I do not care. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let me just give you I the feel whole like with plot. These, yeah, with these movies, like it's kind of all predictable anyway. But this one really tried to be unpredictable and it just was bad. I wanted predictable. And apparently wanted... you can see the wires in one of the scenes where a body Please, is Please, God. Room, so... Oh, don't tell me. Okay. Well, that's it. We're done. We're ending it. Yeah. Goodbye, y'all. Have a happy Halloween and... <laughs> You know, maybe watch a different horror movie for Halloween this year. I don't know. Yeah, do something different. I don't know. Watch Hellraiser. I heard it was good, but I fell asleep watching it because I thought it was boring. I heard it was good, too. So I thought it was boring. There we go. Go watch the new Hellraiser. (laughs) Have a good Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Maybe I'll get this out um, at least on Halloween Day. Hopefully. Hopefully. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.